We running this, let's go. I'm on a boat, I'm on a boat. Everybody look at me, cause I'm sailing on a boat. I'm on a boat. Greetings everyone, welcome to episode 74 of Salt Ships and Scalibur, a World of Warships podcast. And I am joined by the original, the OG, sadly he goes for a crap football team, but co-host in Bex07. Greetings Bexy, how are you doing brother? G'day Grafer, glad to be back, good to replace <laughs> that uh, that useless twat you had to replace me. Oh, uh, he was, he was alright. Yeah, well, no, his history sections were pretty good, actually. I've got to give him credit. Yeah. But everything else he did was not nearly as good as me, clearly. Oh, well, look, don't you remember his rage upon the Seattle and um, how that even featured in Sea... Oh, sorry, Weeb Lord Mountbatten's um, Good Boats, Bad Boats video recently? But does that compare with my rage against Marlborough? Yeah, but you never featured on Sea Lord's um, clips. No, that's true. He, he got 30 seconds of airtime of absolutely lambasting the seattle in high definition audio but yeah um i don't know if you called it yesterday bexy i speaking of well captain green he's a clan mate um a fairy sent me a beautiful parcel some items are in there from green i did i did a unboxing slash opening and there were some really good things in there i've never tried before i, I got this jar of peanut butter peanut butter and jelly combined in one and um it actually tasted okay after the first few bites. It sounds like an abomination. It was. I thought it was an abomination, but it tasted all right after a few bites. Um, the chili sauces were very, very nice. They weren't. They they didn't make me go to the bathroom and sit and wish I had a second ring of fire. Um, the thing that probably there is a clip of this. I have to sadly say. But apparently I had issues working out how to open the can or utilize the can of um, Cheese Whiz. I don't know if you caught that, Bexy, but... Um, that I, didn't, I didn't see it. Don't they, don't they have like a spray nozzle? No, they, they don't. You took the lid off and it's just a nozzle and Green says push down. I did. And it, it was as simple as pushing it to the side, the nozzle, and then it would come out and it came out in a big squirt. And I was really inspired when the audience said, oh, this stuff lasts in the can for 500 years. It's like, yeah, I'm putting that in my insides. All right. I got to come out of the, I got to come out. I got to come out. I got to come out. I told you to press down because when you're holding a can of Cheese Whiz, you're holding it to the side because you're going to put it on a cracker or something. You I get it now. You at your head like a shotgun. That's why it wasn't working. I'm sorry you just messed it up. I'm sorry. And we're joined. Our special guest this week is Captain <laughs> Green's good twin, Captain Green Mark II. How are you doing, Greeny? I'm good. Um, going home next week. That's going to be nice. Um, on new ADD medicine, so I'm actually able to focus in school. That's good. Uh, That's good. Good. Life is good. Thank you for the parcel and fairy. It was very entertaining. I'm not going to put that Twitch clip in the description of this I podcast. Will. No, don't do it. Don't do it. It was very embarrassing. I, I sat there for about 40 views. I, I sat there for four or five minutes trying to work out how the cheese comes out. <laughs> it was it was pretty embarrassing. But I must say, the peanut butter and jelly wasn't as bad as I thought. The cheese whiz salt that's just pure salt um but i love the old bay crackers 
I was going to say the crackers were good, and that s'more spread you said you liked. Yeah, well, my daughter's already claimed that. She's, she, it's like you can have one ta table teaspoon for dessert or something with some fruit. Otherwise, she, she'd just hoe into the whole thing. Yeah, my, yep. my only exposure to Cheese Whiz is every time you say Cheese Whiz, I'm, I'm taken back to the Blues Brothers. You got my Cheese Whiz, boy? Someone sent yeah, me that that's link. that's all it is. Um, and the can looks exactly the same like it did in the 1980s on that video clip. It hasn't changed. Yeah, it's pretty nice. The packaging hasn't changed. The cheese yep. hasn't changed. Well, cheese is in big air quotes here. <laughs> Questionable cheese. I must thank you for the diabetes in a container of the cream marshmallows. You're welcome. Apologies for the uh, Discord drop out there. That's okay. That's okay. That happens. I, I don't have Discord pings, so you've got access to this channel. So you can come and go at a whim. It may be a little bit awkward if you're saying something mid-sentence. Suddenly we get silence, but it is what it is. Ah, so, so, moving on from that. How is life in the Northern Hemisphere? you got time off next week, you said, uh, Greeny. Getting close yeah, to um, winter? I'm going to be... Uh, no, it's still It's getting close to fall. It's August, so it's... On the tail end of summer, but August is still summer for me. The temperatures Fair are enough. still going to hit the 90s. Um, but yeah, next week, I, I forgot to mention, I'm going to be visiting the USS Constitution, the USS uh, Massachusetts and, and Battleship Cove, and maybe the USS Salem again. Are you going to break any friends. guns this time on the Massachusetts? I only broke a screen door last time on the Massachusetts, and they said, please don't come back for a year. And I said, I'll try. <laughs> and that was three months ago, so I'm going back. Well, uh, look, no, they, I, they uh, enjoy your patronage. Oh, yeah, no, they, I know a whole bunch of people there, and it's the yep. same thing with the Salem. I just kind of show up. Last time I went in the Salem, I didn't even have to pay. Like, they're just like, yep, go. That's pretty but, cool. Um, yeah, it's... It's it's really nice to have those kind of interactions with people because you know it's very easy for people to tell when you're when you're into something. Um, it's the same thing up at the the tank museum we have here. It's about an hour north of Boston. Um, incredible tank museum, the American Heritage Museum. But I just show up and and they like <laughs> I actually have a pass to go out back. And, and into the workshop and stuff and see what they're working on. Now, um, it's... on the Salem or Massachusetts, I don't suppose you know them well enough that you could sit on one of the, the barrels of the main guns. Yes, I, I could, easily. <laughs> you got to do that and take that as a photo. I will. I also, um, I mean, I showed you guys the Fritz X picture. From yes. Time. Yes, yes, where, where, that, you, that, where that was... you, that was your driving force. Yes, my appendage. And, um, yeah, they were originally a little upset about that. And then the curator came on board and laughed for 20 minutes when she saw it. And then was like, <laughs> yeah, you can keep going. So I, I, I can pretty much go around and do whatever I want. I also have keys for the USS Salem. Yeah, so I, I could go, I can even go into the places where, uh, it's Lady, off limits. If you're looking yes. for an exciting adventure in our secret location, the hot date with Captain Green, he has keys. I mean, surely, surely you've got to straddle a 203 and make that your Facebook profile picture, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I was actually going to suggest if he could hang off it like a sloth with um, his legs and arms and he's hanging down. I, I like it. I don't patch, yeah. Hmm. I don't think I could do that, but I, I could try. I'm probably going to end up bouncing off the deck. 
they crack it. Yeah. Poor Salem's been through enough. Um, but yeah, no, I, I there's a picture of me also posted up next to a mannequin in the uh, dentist's room on the USS Salem. <laughs> Um, mm. If anybody actually is listening in the Boston area, um, I, I'll give out codes if you if you see me. I'll be at the I'll be doing the Freedom Trail Thursday, the Massachusetts Wednesday, and Friday I'll be up at the Tank Museum. Ooh, ooh! Well, I'll be I'll be message green. A, yeah, blue scally camp. If you fucking if you see me, yep. Say hello. We have a lot of people actually in the Boston area who listen. So, and he does want to meet up. With people who will actually go out with him for a burrito. Yes. And pay. And pay. Pay. Oh, speaking of paying, um, Greenies trying to make some income, so he will be streaming some Azure Lane. Those people that took umbrage, he you will. You rat bastard. He will yeah. be streaming Azure Lane in the coming week to make uh, some financial um, benefits. He loves anime games, so if you want, if you want Probably. to see Greeny be a natural and enjoy him going through the game, tune in for his Azure Lane streams. It's probably going to be not next week, but the following week, because I, I leave school on Tuesday. There's just no time for me to stream, and I, I work. But I, I will be streaming. It's going to be, for those of you who know my Genshin stream, it's going to be the same rules. Um, pay $20 to extend Prime and subs at prime prime subs at 10 minutes gift uh sub subs at 15 and we're trying to get and, him uh, to apparently marry one of his waifus that he knows nothing about so yeah clip it and meme him forever yeah 50 dollars i'll turn on my face cam and marry whatever girl vote <laughs> uh, or whatever I'm, I'm fully committed dude i i i have a credit card i need to pay off i'll i will i will work the corner <laughs> On that note, Bixie, um, I've, got, I've got a question for you. Um, I know you've been in the game since pretty much day dot, haven't you, since closed beta? Were you in the alpha beta? Uh, I wasn't in alpha beta, no. I was At the time alpha beta came along, I was uh, firmly entrenched in EVE Online. And, um, and EVE, for those who haven't played it, is a lot like having a second job. So really no, that, 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 that sounds like World of Warships at times. Yeah, it, well, it does if you're grinding for a song. Um, but, um, yeah, so I, I was playing that. But a friend of mine who I played a lot of uh, EVE with did play, I think, some closed alpha, and he was extolling me with the, uh, you know, the uh, merits of it. And, of course, yep. being a, a former sailor, I was pretty interested, so I got into it in closed beta. Uh, sorry, in open beta, I should say. Open beta, yep. That's still pretty cool. That is pretty cool. And you've been here ever since, so to speak. Yeah, you know, I've had some, um, uh, probably not as active as I used to be, but um, I, who is these days with all the all the submarines getting around and what have you? But, you know, that said, I've, I think I've got true. about 90 games in subs myself. Yep. Some, um, oh, well, yep. some, you are a submarine main nowadays. I've actually got a, a special question for you because you've been around through the traps, even though you don't play as much. I know you still do play. But the game still attracts new players and... What tips could you give for a new player? In in all honesty, there's a plethora on YouTube or people that will potentially help, good or bad. But um, as players have progressed to tier ten, and so many players just play there, as a new for a new player, what what tips can you get? Because they're not going to be able to sometimes learn these skills at tier four, five, six. 
So I think I was a bit fortunate. Like I, when I started the game, there was only two ship lines. Um, so you basically had to choose Japanese or American. And, um, and so I chose American and I started with DDs. Uh, and, and I think that's, to date, I think that's still probably the best line to go down if you're gonna if you're gonna learn the game because um, USDDs have got uh, well, I guess the, the the main feature of their play, I guess, is is the smoke. It's still and to this day, it's still the best defensive measure in the game, but it's also the best trap for new players. So um, um, you know, obviously, we see it all the time. Um, people sitting side on in smoke in in a in a cap. They're not doing any spotting. They're just getting torped by another DD. You learn that lesson, hopefully, fairly early on. You know, you should learn that at sort of by by tier four or five. If you haven't got that sorted out, there's probably not a lot of hope for you. Um, but it's <laughs> the other, other trap, I guess, with that smoke is is the um, uh, is the reload of it, um, and that's where I see so many, especially at low tiers, US DD players come unstuck is, okay, they, they go in, they try to get a cap, maybe it doesn't work out, they've used their smoke, they've got out of there safely, but then they go straight back in again and their smoke's not ready for another minute and a half. Yeah, it's got so a long cooldown. It does, yeah. And so that defensive mechanism that they had that saved them the first time isn't going to be there the second time around. And US DDs have a, a low hit point pool. So that's, again, another very hard lesson that you've got to learn early on. Um, but the thing that's great about the USDDs is they've actually got really serviceable guns. The artillery is pretty good. I, I, I'd strongly recommend only using them when you're engaging other DDs at your concealment range. So whatever range you get detected at, I would not engage ships beyond sort of eight to 10 Ks with them because you're just unlikely to do any meaningful damage. Yep. Um, unless, unless of course, it's like a, a battleship that's, you know, um, barely moving and uh, and you're able to just you know shoot from concealment uh, or smoke um then then yeah fair enough but if you really the thing that they're so good at is killing other dds because they've the other thing they've got is really really good brawling torpedoes but like they're not particularly fast but they generally they've got a lot of them on both sides of the ship um and uh and you know they've got a pretty good reload on them they don't have high alpha but you don't need high alpha when you're brawling dds you only need to one land, uh, land one t uh, torpedo and another DD, and your guns will do the rest. And um, they've, they've been pretty buffed in general. I remember when uh, Mahan used to only have what seven two torps, seven five, and her, her detect in the early days was terrible. So you can even stealth torp, but they got buffed out to what nine two. Um, so they, yeah, they've had a good quality of life throughout the journey. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and and well, that brings me to the other thing too about them. Like the great thing about the USDD line is there's a lot of high tier premium options um so you've got everything from uh you know humphreys in the super ship obviously but sherman summers benham black kid oh there's five yep. really really good DDs. what you you don't recommend the halford no i don't recommend the halford does anyone <laughs> recommend the halford <laughs> halford's halford is rubbish that, that's an anomaly so um um, mind you, you can every now and then sneak up on a uh, arrogant streamer and pump five torpedoes into his side, can't you, Grafer? <laughs> what are you talking about, brother? No, no, no nothing. <laughs> I know nothing. Oh, I'm Sergeant no. Schultz. I do believe that got clipped. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I, the clip, the, you have to find the clip, brother. I don't know where it is. <laughs> um, but uh, but I it, anyway, it makes it makes grinding that line pretty easy if you don't mind spending some money getting like the kid i'd strongly recommend it tier eight if you hate carriers and let's face yeah it, the, it the kid's great for randoms and it's, it's good to win divisions it, it can be good yeah. in rank but 
Clan battles, its torp reload is where I think it struggles with um, the long reload between torps. Yeah, 100% agree. I, I think it's really unfair for the kid to have uh, such a long reload considering he's got one set of tubes. I mean, yes. look at the Cossack, which is the Royal Navy. It, it 60 seconds. Yeah, so it's it's not really fair. But then you've got the black at tier nine, which is a really good DD as yeah. well, um, and has a really good reload on its torps. So well, Venom obviously isn't accessible. We've got the right. the Valos, wasn't that based off the kid for the Greek Navy? Yeah, the... yeah, good and one. that I and that, yeah. that reloads every forty five seconds with one yeah, one rack. It does. So there... yeah, yeah. There so there's a there's, there. A, there's a lot to be said, and the concealment actually gets quite good once you get past tier eight. Uh, or T7, I should say. Um, so you can actually, like, contest and compete with, you know, the IJN DDs out there. Yeah. Um, so I just think they're really solid all-rounders um, with serviceable, if not great, AA, exception of the kid, of course, which does have great AA. And it'll sort of teach you the value of smoke, the danger of smoke, cooldown being one of the biggest traps, obviously, for new players. But it also teaches you the value of hit point preservation because they don't have um, they don't great get heals. Am amount of hit points. Yeah, they don't get heals, and and also teaches you how to take favourable engagements. And by that I mean having teammates close by. So, like it's it's in a one-on-one -on -one DD engagement with an IJN DD, you'll probably win in a gunfight, but you'll you'll be seriously hurt. So, it does teach you the value of being a good team player. I think, which is something that yep. gets lost on a lot of players. And I've got to say, just out of out of the blue, we don't see sims very often in randoms anymore. I don't. They used to be pretty common, but I think they've fallen out a bit of favour being T7 without the concealment. Look, I still like them. I, th I think they're pretty oh, yeah. good. I don't, see them good. Very, I don't see them very often in game, though. And they got their torps buffed to 10.5. Um, so they they've did. actually got pretty decent torps now. And and and, they've, and Sims has actually got pretty good AA as well. Not great, but not bad. Serviceable. Do you remember the old bug back in the day when the AA would go off and you could deplane a CV and you wouldn't be detected because your AA was longer than your detection range? Yes, yes, indeed. That used to be really cool to annoy CVs. Um, oh, thanks for that, Bixie. So, yeah, look, for new players, they still want to get into the game. There's always lots and lots of tips. And just to add on to Bixie there, use your mini-map, read the mini-map, don't commit to something if you don't know where their DDs are. Counting yeah, look, I... hard. I mean, there's a, there's, yeah, there's a lot of people that, you know, you, you see it all the time. They'll say, oh, you know, I need support. Why did you leave me alone on this flank? Well, you had a minimap. You saw that you were alone. Like, that's on you. Um, that's a, that, but that's more of a general gameplay. I guess I'm talking from a, from a class perspective. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I think destroyers are, are good because they can be a little bit forgiving because of their concealment. But I think, I, look, I wouldn't recommend starting out and playing cruisers because they just get punished so hard. Um, and BBs, unless you unless you understand, I guess the limitations of uh, the destroyers that you know are your big threat when you're in a battleship, you're probably a bit useless in that. So that's why I think DDs are the place to start. Yep, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Um, going through the agenda, first off, got to do a correction. Thank you to the several people that did message us. We we have to make a correction um, on the uh, trade ships that are coming out this week in twelve point seven. Remember, they'll be available for the first two weeks. We stated that you could trade in multiple boats. Now, you can only trade in one boat. So just wanted to acknowledge that we made a mistake and that um, the trades can only be one boat. But I know there are people that are planning to game the system, especially with those coal boats. So we'll take a look at it as it comes out with the patch this week. Now, gentlemen, 
Um, something that has been highlighted that we missed, thank you for Snipe Round for the message. The SOM event, the Battle of the SOM event, um, it, there is a, you can earn a tier 9 premium Jutland. There are very minute differences, I'm not going to go through them, but there are very minuscule differences between the Jutland and the SOM. Um, and you can obtain her by um, completing the mission change, which are over four weeks, but... I've got to say, there's a lot of interesting feedback about these mission chains. First week wasn't so bad, second week was difficult but doable, but week three and four, um, there's like get 1.8 million potential in about 250k by fires or floods in a DD or BB, that sounds like Thunder and Conqueror. Um, and the even week four, like there, there's a lot of grinding and potential, but then you've got to like join your, there are two especially B up five out of 25 battles in a DD or a CV or a sub and a BB. That's at least 50 battles alone for those two. Yes, you can grind some of the others, but that, that's a lot of grinding for this boat. Thoughts on this grinding? Is it bring back um, the PTSD of um, Puerto Rico? That's the first thing I thought of. Hey, it's, it's right up there with PR, but instead of getting a PR, you get a tech tree ship. Yep. Yeah, wow. I mean... I, uh, this is weird for me because on one hand, I, I absolutely love the camo. The camo is beautiful. Not 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 disagreeing. It's it's a beautiful camo. The Jutland is a a powerhouse at tier nine, and getting a premium version of her is nice with with this new ship name and a camo. But yeah, the, the effort involved to potentially get her. Yeah, the the big question of this event is is a hundred percent is. This is the the ship at the end of the day worth that grind? Is that camo and and all that stuff at the end of the end of the day worth it? And I'm gonna have to say no. Like you can purchase. The, sorry, go go go. I was I was here's the thing though. Like it's like I'm I've been doing the missions, but I mean I'm maybe two thirds of the way through the second week, so I'm I'm not going to complete it by any stretch. But because this is yeah. a collection, um, and you know there's all these jigsaw pieces. Before too long, those containers will turn up in the in the armory. We, yeah. we assume so, but there's no guarantee they're going to be the free ones. They may be up there only available for doubloons. Well, there's nothing about the contents of those containers which screams premium. I, I know, I know. I, I do agree, but they, they may You'd... also never release it. There's no guarantee that they will. Yeah. They're waiting for Brisbane. No, don't remind me. I want it so badly, and they keep taking it away from me. It says elements of this collection can be attained from containers in the armory. I'm in the collection now, but um, I haven't worked out which collection bundle it is. The thing that's weird for me is I, I kept clicking that link, and I just couldn't... It, like, the, the, the crates just weren't showing up in the armory. I don't know what was going on there. Oh, look, yeah. It takes me to the armory, but I couldn't see the containers unless I am blind. Someone will point it out. But um, it's... ...grind for this particular boat, especially week two, weeks two, three, and four. I know it is a downtime between clan battle seasons, and that's maybe why we've got this event, to keep people engaged in the game. Yeah. 
look, I, I know Bexy and I have probably said, like, I mean, week two, we've got 11 days to complete it, or 10 days now, nine days by the time this is um, generated. I'm not going to get through um, to get the boat uh, through the, the process of completing the collection because I, I just don't have the, the, the patience to do 50 games, 150 yeah. to 60, 70 games in that week. Like, um, you, can, you can, a lot of the mission chains you can do through ranked or co op scenarios, they've added that ability, but, um, Considering if the average game goes for 15 minutes, like it's, it's a lot of time per week to grind through to get these through. And I, I need my mental break from boats at times. So um, for me, I, I just couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. No. And like Beck said, at the end of the day, it's not a PR. It is a cool reskin of a tech tree ship. So it's not like you're, you know, sacrificing sleep for a, a, a you know a cool new premium or something yeah i think it's fair to say we all love the art department at wales that's probably the only oh god yeah never really gets any flat but um but yeah i we don't love them that much i don't want to put in fucking 40 hours a week on this game just so i can get a free skin uh, uh, a Utland, a slightly different Utland uh, with a with a beautiful skin. Like the least we forget, Cam. I'm looking at now. It is a pretty nifty one. Like with the two tones of green and the um brown bronze upper deck like yeah um, it's beautiful and that cannot be overstated yeah but yeah yeah so it, it's it is an interesting event if you have completed it or you're you've been going through it drop us a line on your thoughts even on discord or direct messages because it, it's been an interesting event i don't think i've seen anything this grindy for a while like and for those that are new to the game only in recent years, you missed out on the fun ones in the early days where you used to have to get... Um, remember these ones, gentlemen? Like, get 50 fires on a German DD. <laughs> and everyone, if there was a German DD in the game, they wouldn't even go for the win. Everyone was just trying to hunt them down to set a fire. Do you remember? There was one I remember where you had to kill... I think 20 Russian cruisers. Oh, oh yeah, Russian cruisers, one? yes. The minute there was a Russian and cruiser that... in the game, BBs just sailed straight for him. Doesn't matter if they showed broadside to every other BB, they sailed for the Russian cruiser. It was a bad time to take out a Russian cruiser. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> or on, conversely, it was a good time because everyone just gun sailed straight for you. You could just kite away and um, farm away and your team would farm them up. But the rage in chat of like, like, look at my four BBs just sat in the middle down, showing broadside getting clapped just so they could shoot at the um, Russian cruiser. Uh, th th I mean, I'm glad they have never reincorporated those, but it's close to it. It's close to it. Where they, unless you're a CV enjoyer, you've got to play a DD or a BB or a sub. Like, um, sub's got to do top five in 25 battles on your tree. You can get 1,000 damage in the sub and still come for second. I won't say anything there. Um, yeah. but yeah, interesting on that, that one. Um, all right, that's Battle of the Sum. Now, uh, Greeny, um, let, let's, we, we're going to touch upon the Azure lane. I'll see if you got some uh, feedback there, but you steal boat recap. I, I hear people have even asked you to get a Gato. What are you going to do for your steel boat? So, all right. So for the steel boat, it was actually a pretty even distribution of um the Ragnar, the Austin, and the Gato. 
there was roughly four people that told me to get each. However, there was five people who told me to wait because the Loria is coming out soon, and that might be that one might be uh, steel. But, but why wait? You can spend your steel now and then have buyer's regret later. That's true. I could. So what are you going to do? You're going to hold on to your steel? Yeah, I'll probably hold it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, when that boat comes out, if it's not for steel, which one will you get? We're going to we're going to hold you to it. No, yeah, that's that's acceptable. Uh, if it's not for steel, I'll probably get the Austin. Ooh, it doesn't have smoke. It's not like a small ensk. You could get touched. I know. I know. I think it would still be interesting, though. And I've got to ask, how was the feedback around Azure Lane and your um, love for the for the uh, for the collaboration? Considering you're going to stream Azure Lane in the next couple of weeks, I got a lot of angry people DMing me and telling me that I did not understand anime, and then I had to write a lot of emails saying I don't really care. So that's kind of how it went. Uh, a lot of people told me to get the the, pe uh, the the Heinrich, Prince Heinrich. Oh, you should. Mainly be, and yeah, a lot of people just said underboob <laughs> as the reason. However, again, I don't have, I don't, I, I don't have the gold for it. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm that's okay. I'm not going to get it. And for the people that did message me stuff for Captain Green, I'll send your codes out later today. I mean, underboob seems like a good reason. Oh, look, underboob sounds like a very good reason, Greeny. I don't know why you're hesitant about some underboob. Don't you like underboob? No, I mean, I do, but I don't have the money for underboob. <laughs> Bexy can recommend somewhere. We'll just leave that at that. Yeah, I was going to say, Bexy's going to remind me about the golden banana. No, no, the spearmint rhino. Ugh. Oh, no, I've got to go with Bexy. It's, it's actually pretty good. Okay. Yep. You you and Bexy can go to the Spearmint Rhino or whatever it was. You guys have fun. I will. That, that's the whole point. Um, all right. On that happy note, I will move on. All right. We're doing. Um, we're looking at the deep dive that I had planned for last week's agenda, but we didn't get through it. We're going to look at French destroyers, gentlemen. This is for Tech Tree. We always start with the Tech Tree. In your opinion, what are the good Tech Tree boats for the French DDs? Oh, pick me, pick me. Right, Bixie, picking you. you. Okay. Tier 5, Jaguar. Jaguar, yes. It's it's beautiful. I freaking love the Jaguar. It's got more hit points than anything else at Tier 5. It's got really decent guns, and it's got kamikaze torpedoes, man. Like, it's got the same stats as kamikaze torpedoes. Same speed, damage, everything. Oh, ex But with an extra kilometre of range, I believe. Yeah, they, the French DDs have some good range of their torps. Yeah, I love the Jaguar. Like, if you're, if I'm going clubbing at tier five, I'm taking a Jaguar. That's all there is to it. Oh, well, the over the over the Ahotnik. Oh, sorry, Yahagi that kills um Ahotniks. Yeah, well, I mean, only only the dumbest players run into Yahagi torpedoes. So, <laughs> um, so sorry, Sergeant Slaughtered, if you're listening. Um, but um, yeah, I um, I, I just love the Jaguar. That's awesome. The, everything else, like yeah, you know, the Terrible and Fantastic and. Uh, yeah, they're okay. I don't mind them. Um, I, 
I did really enjoy using Clever and um, what's the other one? The, uh, Mogador. Mogador, Mogador, thank you. Yeah, but, I, but, I, but I've really only ever enjoyed using them in brawls when it's yeah. like three v threes and stuff like that. I, I don't like. I'm not saying they're not strong ships if used right. They're extremely strong ships if used right. But they've just never really synergized with me for some reason. Yeah, that's fair enough. Greeny, do you have a favorite tech tree? It's got to be the Mog. Oh, yeah, it's a great um, one. I, I really enjoy the Mogador. There's nothing really that stands out in terms of downsides. Um, other than, I don't know, maybe Conceal. But that's like it. Um, other than that, you have arguably the best gun platform at the tier. You do, you got, and you got main battery reload, the boosters. You got you got speed boosts. You got French saturation. So if you're unaware about French DDs, they've got the mechanic in game that's French saturation. Um, I forgot the exact exact equation, but once something gets saturated, at what percentage point? Forgive me, a gentleman. It takes a half or a percentage less. So even though you could have done a two thousand damage hit point shell, the French DD will only take X amount of that damage. So it's got a great... It doesn't need heals because it's got this saturation mechanic built into its armor screen and hit point pull. That is so frustrating when you're fighting against one too. Like you, how often have you been into a fight like with a Kitakazi versus a, a Mogador and you'll be starting with you know, you know two-third hit point advantage and uh, and you might even if you win the battle, you're like, only just win. Yeah, they'll, they'll probably pop their MBRB and they are just absolutely caning you. And like, you might win it, but yeah, then you're left crippled as well. Yeah, you win it, but you don't really win it. Um, the concealment, the other thing is, I know I kind of ragged on the concealment there, but at the end of the day, for the package that it is, a Mogador has pretty good concealment. It's also blisteringly fast. Oh, they are like. And the AP is really good against um, broadside everything. Cruisers, like I uh, clan battles in a Kleber a few seasons ago. I, I killed a Smolensk because I got within his minimum smoke detect penalty and he was lit and I just AP'd MBR, beat him broadside and he died in like a couple of seconds. That kind of stuff is puts a smile on your face every day of the week. Oh, yeah. Um, um, and it leads to the club too, which is also a big upside. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to have to say I prefer the Kleb. The Kleb, for me, is fantastic. It's It's got really quick reloading torps, two racks per side. The torp angles are great. You've got the MBRB. Your obvious weakness is your conceal. Uh, but if you know that's a weakness, you try and engage, um, as Beck said, with, as per the USDDs. You try and do it with teammates. Unless you know that there's a DD you can run down like a Shimmer and he's got no backup. Like You try and get other things to shoot or spot, and then you can just arm them down and so forth but you got to protect your hit points early in the french dds because late game when you can really run things down or do a lot of damage you want to have hit points on your side question for you Grofa. Yep. when is a clever not a good ship um i'll, you, tell, I'll tell you i was, I was gonna say if you bought the clr version no yes it is that's <laughs> right when you bring the clr that's spot on have you seen anyone using a clever clr who doesn't completely suck in it because i haven't I, I haven't seen, other than the first day that they came out, I don't think I've seen a CLR since. Well, I've got to say, um, I love also the Kleber's alternate play style with the uh, 
unique upgrade module where you've got you, you have a good detect your torp spams every literally 60 seconds and even and you get, they've the guns even a little bit now so you got your mbrb but having a stealthy clabert that can literally outspot other dds and just fire torps every 60 seconds is absolutely broken it can be funny randoms and other game modes well i mean it was used by some of the high performing clans in clan battles wasn't it oh and cots as well yes and cots too right so it, it can be a lot of fun um how would you play these boats in general if, if you're if you're speaking to a new player how, how would you advise them to to learn to play these boats well i guess for me personally one thing i'll endeavor to avoid in any dd um is um is being the focus of too many ships so try to stick to flanks um is my is my first advice um and uh, and not be too concerned about capping flags because your concealment's poor and you will get focused and you'll lose yep. that big hit point advantage you have very very early um you see it all too often and and it's and it's really tempting to do it especially if you if you are the sole dd on that flank you just got to give up on that flag um and believe it or not not capping a flag in the first 30 seconds of a game isn't the end of the world um, no, and, no, we, we've seen and, we've seen games where the enemy have owned all three caps and they still go on to lose it because because they push through. Yep, and they get farmed, and that's exactly the position you want to be in in a French DD. Because yeah, you could still stealth torp, especially if things are pushing into you. Torps are quick; mm -hmm. they they pack a punch and they reload fairly um, quickly, and they're great around islands. Um, so yeah, if you want to but you can't because there's an enemy dd there are certain maps where you can come around the island you can mitigate incoming fire but you can absolutely mbrb another ship into the ground very quickly yeah and look let's not forget too like clever uh, i've seen plenty of clever players using them at extreme ranges uh and they're just they're just about impossible to hit in a capital ship um from speed juking yep. what have you very very hard to do any any sort of meaningful damage to them so they can you know they can really they can farm really effectively at long ranges if that's your thing if you don't mind doing that sort of thing not personally not mine but hey each to their own that is very very, very true um green any tips have you gone down the french dd line yes it's one of my favorite dd lines awesome um it's what i want the russian destroyers to be or what I wanted when I was grinding the Russian destroyers. Minsk, um, I still hate you. Yeah. The, the the thing that you need to remember with the Kleber is you you are a bully. There's very few destroyers that you will run into that you will not outright out damage, out trade. Um the thing kind of like a bully though you need to pick the opportune time to do the bullying because if you do it in front of a teacher i.e you know a few of the enemy team you get your shit ran you go to the principal's office to kind of continue with this stupid metaphor <laughs> but um if you're able to you know hide behind another dd going in and uh, especially if you're in a division clever gank divisions are so fun um except now it's g dank gank divisions but that's another story um but sitting far enough behind your uh, div destroyer that you get spotted right when they get spotted is terrifying for another DD. Oh yeah. Um, to to kind of run into. So you, if you are into team oriented plays, you can definitely play along those lines. For randoms kind of playing alone farming, yeah, you go out to the, you know, you you go out to the flanks. 
shoot cruisers and stuff. Again, just kind of standard farming tactics. And yeah, you don't like Beck said, you, you don't really go for caps. Um, oh, you early can. In the you game, can. I should say early in the game. No, no. Early even even game. early in the game, I look. I would only do it when I read the mini map. Like if there are four caps and there's only like two DDs or something, and if you you know what I mean. If you somehow you spot the team spotted the DD through radar or a CV, and he's not even going to that cap, you can cap things. Yeah, I mean that that's fair. I just habitually stay away from it, uh, or stay away from them rather. Yep. Um, what do you think of the downsides of the French DD line? Um, I would say the downsides are you don't have many different ways that the French DDs play. Um, and what that means is when an enemy sees you or you're spotted, it's very predictable what you're going to do. Um, it's not like a Fletcher where you can have gun and torp built and hybrid built Fletchers. Um, if somebody sees a clever, they know that it's going to attempt to gun them down because at the end of the day, they only have torps that go out to eight kilometers and the ship spotted from 7.8. So unless you're in its mouth, you're not going to really get torp. There's, there's no such thing as like a torpish kind of clever. Legendary um, clever. Yeah. My, but, uh, uh, my favorite tactic against, against one of those high-tier ones, at least anyway, is getting them to blow them, their main battery reload. If you can get them to uh, waste that um, in a way, and then you can re-engage shortly after, yeah, that's it's your advantage. Yes. That's, that's, it, that's its weak spot. That is. Um, I think overall for the tech tree, um, CVs are a weakness because the AA and some of the French DDs are not great. Um, and good CV players will be able to hit you or keep you detected. And that, that's probably the worst thing for a French DD. If, you, if you're trying to move to a position to ambush someone or farm something, uh, being lit and targeted and then focused by surface ships when you're not ready to engage them, is probably for me one of their bigger Achilles heels. Yes, yeah, so I, I still remember the rage uh, in voice comms when you were in a Marceau and you got done for your half your HP by an airstrike. Are you sure that was me? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was you. Don't remember it. You 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 even called it before it happened. Oh, yeah, I hate CVs. Not as much as subs, <laughs> but I hate CVs. Um, any other downsides? No, I like the saturation. The guns are good. Torps are good. AA is probably a downside. One of the things we haven't mentioned is we've mentioned that they come with speed boost. They can run for, I think, three minutes or close to um, the ability to traverse a map. So if you don't be afraid. If you're trying to engage on a flank of a map and you're not winning because the other DT is out detecting you, etc., don't be afraid to then move over to the other side of the map or somewhere else to try and get a favourable engagement. Pushing your shit into something you can't win is never going to work out. Yeah. Well, I, well, I, th I think that comes down to that consumable management, like I was talking about with, with the USDDs with smoke. Yep. It's very much uh, required with French DDs. If you haven't got main battery reload and speed boost ready to go, or, or just don't use them willy-nilly. Like, Make sure you use them at the right time. Yep. Um, premium reward French DDs, 
which ones are good, which ones are bad. I, I've got, I've got, especially two. I'm sure we're all probably going to say one of these. Um, what do you have a good? Do you have a bad one? Well, Marceau, uh, Marceau's yeah, good. Marceau's Mar 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 good. Um, I like Le Terrible. Marceau's good in that she gets 9k torps, um, two racks per side, longer, very much longer reload, but the guns and her saturation, she doesn't get an MBRB, but her DPM is the highest, I think, for a DD. I haven't checked with the new ones coming out, but it used to be one of the highest ones uh, for DDs at tier 10. Yeah, it is Colbert guns. So it, it Marseille's really just farm. Um, yeah, they are fun. Yeah, they're they're very fun. You said the LT. Um, yeah, LT. Um, pretty pretty solid guns. Five second reload, which is better than the Kleber and uh, the Mog. Um, the one thing that I, I absolutely hate about these lower tier uh, destroyers is the 180 degree turn time. It is. Yeah, seconds, which... yeah. You've, it's like the Nevnis on the Soviet line. You, you've got to yeah. have your guns pointing the right way for an engagement. Yeah, it's got to be pre-turned. But at the end of the day, you are a French saturation destroyer with um, almost, I think, 22,000 hit points? Yeah, 22,000 hit points, 43 knot speed, and you can outrun you can farm. And, and Yeah, it's, it's just a fun tier 8 destroyer. For a fun one, I've, we've already said the mass, so I'm going to go out and say another one, the T6, no, not T6 Goupard, is it T5, the Sirocco? Yeah, Sirocco's tier 5. Um, that gets MBRB at tier 5. Um, 130 millimeter guns. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I've even been accused once on stream of ha being a pay-to-win player by taking... It's got some really low hit points, don't get me wrong. It's got like 11,000 hit points. But I've been accused of a pay-to-win player for taking that out with the MBRB and just getting a crack and then farming um, teams down. It's 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 a little bully-like. Um, like Beck said, the Jaguar, but the Sirocco having the MBRB, um, the torpedoes are only 7Ks, but it is... It is an absolute... If you build conceal on it, you can get down to six O. <laughs> so you can actually stealth torp with the Sirocco. Yeah, you can. It's six O. You can stealth torp. You get two by three racks, but um, they sixty seven seconds. So every minute, it's it's, and they're center line torpedoes. So it, it's a fun little bully DD with the MBRB. If especially at those tiers, yeah, it's it's seal clubbing. I I agree for some players, because some players won't manage their smoke well or the detections are terrible. Because six Ks. Is fairly workable at that tier. Um, yeah, you can come up against a Fuji, Fujin, or Kamikaze esque at five four, but a lot of things you're still going to outspot, and you're absolutely going to be able to wreck with your MBRB in that first engagement. I still yeah. think Jaguar's better. I know, I know it's not a premium, but you got over five, well, five thousand hit points more than a Sirocco. I think it's eighteen, or oh, not quite five thousand, almost five thousand more hit points. It's that's a big difference. Yeah, um, I was just looking. We don't actually have many premiums. I said Goupard, but Goupard's the tech tree. The only other one I think is actually pretty good, so I don't think there is a bad French um, premium DD, is the Agile, the tier 6. She doesn't play like a traditional French. She came out before the French DD line, so she has smokes. She has smoke. 
um, speed boost and um, she gets 130 millimeter guns as well but you know what she's bloody uh, 139 millimeter guns she's a bloody beast in the right hands and much better torps they buffed the torps to 8k's a while back yeah because they were seven for a long time so um so you can actually you can actually do all right with the torps you can stealth torp as well because even with detect uh, with the captain you go down to six eight so the agol yep. for its tier tier six is a big bully so French DDs all round for their premiums from uh, tier five and up is um pretty solid. It surprises me because Maso's for Cole, and you got Soroka, Agol, Le Terrible. They're probably for doubloons. Clubert CLR we won't mention, but I actually thought there would be more French DDs to be honest in the rewards, special ships, and um, premiums, but they're not. Um, I don't count ZF six because that comes under the German line. Uh, I mean, we could look at Italian destroyers. They're basically French. <laughs> what the Sabination? <laughs> Oh, come on, the FR-25, we won't um, digress. Oh, you got Paolo, Emilio, Leone, and FR-25. Yeah, I think they've made... There could be so many more um, French DDs. I look at the US one, and there's 11... 11 oh, Sims B doesn't count. 10 premium. That's from Tier 2 up. you got the Smith, you got the Hill, the Monahan, the Sims, the Kid, the Benham, the Black, the Halford, the Sherman, and the Summers. And that's without counting the Greek ship. Yeah, the Velos. Um, oh, gee. Bruni's favourite boat, the Tashkent 39 for the Soviets. Yep. Ugh. The uh, Pan-Asian DDs. I mean, a lot of them are American too, so. Where is Pan-Asia flag? Oh, the Spanish, they got the, the Bazan, Pan-America. Oh, the Jury of the Gallant. That was terrible. It's Pan-Asia. They've got a fair few boats. Anshan, Fenyang, Luoyang, Ship Smasher, and Silly Wangy. Um, name. I, I'm actually surprised that some Japanese actually have that they probably got. I've got a few replica ones like Takibana, then Takibana Lima, uh, then you got the Fujin, Kami, Kamiya, Shinonomi, and Shinomi B. Yudachi has your land, Yukikazi. Yeah, a lot of them are just reskins, but um, no, the, the, the French DDs really worth There's not a bad one for a reward boat, so if you're looking for something good. Um, all the premiums are good, and the reward master is actually pretty damn good as well. Yes, I, I'd probably say the Marceau is the strongest out of the bunch, but um, the the LT holds a special place in my heart. That it has a clock on oh. the bridge. Oh, they, they, yeah, the, the clock on the bridge. Do they still have the French baguette seats at the back? Because all the cruisers have like the long seats at the back. I don't know. Let me look. No, they don't. What a shame. Sell them all. LT is such a fun boat. Maybe I'll... Oh, no, the LT does have the the deck chair at the back beneath the behind the last um, gun turret. Oh, it does. It does, it does, it does. When the crew have had a tiring day, come out to relax. I have to play some Sirocco later. That that is still a, a fun uh, clubber. Um, ten point eight, twelve point eight. So that's not the patch coming this week. That's the patch coming up after. So we're in August. So September's patch, World of Warships eighth anniversary. Boy, has the time flown or what? Um, it's going to be some different celebrations for twelve point eight. I don't know if you gentlemen have read the agenda or have put in. The, um, what's coming out so that 
well, a whole heap of celebrations. Um, rewards will evade players um, starting from tier 5. But basically, you get tokens for playing your ships. Um, for tier 5 and 7, there's 30 festive tokens for a win or base XP. Um, ships tiers 8 and 9 get 75 tokens. Tier 10, you get 200. And super ships, you get 300 festive tokens. Um, and you get 1250 from completing the battle pass. Now you say, what are festive tokens? Now, just first off, so if you own X amount of ships in port, they'll do, if you own like 500 per win, you get extra tokens to unlock so you don't have to play every ship in your port. Um, now, this is pretty good. Now, keep in mind that for this, for the ship trading coming out this week, for the Wargaming Anniversary, they are offering the Tier 8 French Cruiser, the Bayard, for 6,250 festive tokens. Gentlemen, that, that's actually a pretty fine ship. First off, thoughts on the Bayard being put up for tokens? Well, it's first of all, Bayard is great. But we will see a lot of uh, rookie Bayards getting around, which is also great. <laughs> yeah. The, the, I'm happy that there's another uh, way for players to get their hands on the Bayard. It's a beautiful boat. I've, I've loved it ever since I bought it. Yeah. Everybody takes a look at it. It's weird. They go, mm, it's a baby Colbert. Eh, not quite. Eh, it's a fast Cleveland. Eh, not quite. It's unique. It's, it's got its, its very, own. very special yeah. ship. And it's got torps. It's got great range torps and MBRB. It's a great farmer. You can push in with its AP and its torps. It's got great all-around utility. And yeah, um, this is... So if you do own the... Um, Bayard, you get a 100% discount coupon for tier 8 ships from a list mentioned. Now, the list that are available for the 100% discount coupon, if you own the Bayard, you get the Silly Wangy, the Z35, the Fen Yang, the Ochokov, Loyang, Hampshire, Le Terrible, the Tiger 59, Wichita, that's also a good boat, Gascoigne, Irian, Saipan, Vanguard, Toyota Bag Ration. It still exists. Yeah, the pea bag. The kid and the Rochester. Some great boats in there. So if you own the Bayard and you don't have those boats, I'd, I'd get the festive token and pick up one of those other tier eight. Sorry. I mean, worst case scenario, if you have them all, you get doubloons anyway, wouldn't you? No. Now, these the good thing. Oh. If you own them all, like I know Captain Green does, with your 100% discount bonus, you will get 3,000. Deal. I like you. Okay, well that's what I'll be getting. Yeah, well that's what yep. I'll be getting. But three thousand steals, nothing to knock back. To be honest, that, that that's I'll take it. That's pretty pretty damn good. Now that was the six thousand two hundred fifty festive tokens. For half of that three one two five, you can get a fifty percent discount token for any tier rate that can be attained for doubloons. Not too bad. Uh, you can get a perma camo for the DeLorean camo for the Zyton. Does it uh, have gold wing doors? I hope so. I hope so. I, I want to see a floating um, hoverboard going around it. Um, will it go the, what is it, 80 miles an hour or whatever it is? <laughs> 1.21 gigawatt. Oh, this point... camo looks nice. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. These camos actually look pretty good. I really like this if you, camo. If you haven't look at have a look at um, Dev Blog four six nine for the Zyton. <laughs> it, it's a nice six, white nine. Ca- nine. Such a mature gentleman. 
It's a white camo. It's, it's 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 not too bad. It's got the red and the green the neon um, lighting, and the funnels look really nice and black. Yep. Um, the thing that I really like is all of the bronze kind of accents that it has. It, yes. It, it looks like a beautifully painted model, which I love. Now that, that they've done pretty well. We've talked about the art department always hitting a goal. So again, they're hitting a goal here. Um, you can put, you can obtain up to seven retro wave containers. And you say, what are retro wave containers? We'll go through that in a moment. But they're 500 tokens each. You can get up to 80 super containers. So the first 30 super containers are 200 festive tokens each. And the remaining at 50 are 400 festive tokens each. So there must be people that have like 100 ships at tier 10, like us. Um... Other rewards that are available for festive tokens are common, special, and rare economic bonus containers and packs of signals, but that would be the grey, green, and blue, not red ones. So yeah, thought, thoughts before we go through the retro containers. Thoughts, gentlemen, on um, the event coming up for the um, anniversary in a month and a week? Uh, I think it's going to be good. It seems like it's kind of an early Christmas event. Um, knocking off tokens, knocking off stars, whatever you want to call them from from your ships, and and reaping rewards. This yep. is <laughs> this is just a fun event. Um, sorry, Bixen, are you going to say something? Just be aware, you have to own the ship to knock off the star. So even though you might have it unlocked in your tech tree, if you've sold it, you can't knock it off. You have to own the ship in your port. Yeah, look, anytime you get stuff for free, it's a good thing, isn't it? And yep. I, I mean, it's just an anniversary. It's not a big deal. So it's not like it's a major, uh, you know, major calendar event or anything. So um, I, I guess the, the only problem is that the super containers obviously have a, you know, pretty highly decreased value from what they were. Correct, because last year I think I got about a, ninety super containers for all the T10s and super ships that you own, and now they they got half their value. So you're still getting the same amount of super containers, but for half the value in them. Yeah. Still. 3k steel, I'll, I'll take it, I'll take it. We Weaker super containers, look, it's free stuff. Even if you're new to the game, um, you haven't, like, getting these tokens for super containers or getting the Bayard or maybe the camo, like, it, it's free stuff. Um, I, I wouldn't um, knock free stuff away. Log in, this is one of those times I'd say log in and grind all, all the shit that you can to get the free stuff. And it's not like it's particularly grindy. I mean, and it's no. not like you, you have to grind it all. You do it in co-op. You can do it in operations, generally. Yeah, I mean, like, like that's the problem with the SOM grind, isn't it? Is that you have to do it all to get the reward. Whereas this, yep. you can just do as much as you feel like doing. You're still going to get rewards. Correct. Correct. Um, now, we, I talked about retro wave containers. So, as I said, you can get up to seven retro wave containers, 500 festive tokens each. Here's another container. Um, I, I forgot to mention, by the way, currently in the game we're up to 10 in-game resources that include credits and free XP and doubloons. 10 in-game resources. I thought they're, 9 was a lot the other week. They're really following that monetization playbook, aren't they? Um, retro wave containers. So I don't mind these ones. There's some good loot. It's another loot chance thing, so I'd only go for the free ones, but there, there's some... Good things in there. You can get a five percent chance, which is pretty low, but for a um, um, 
economic bonus package for a tier 8 boat, the permanent one. So you get a 45% chance to get the tier 5, 6, or 7. And then you get a 50% chance to get one of the camos for particular ships like the Sinop, Endracht, Bahan, and so forth. So I don't mind that one. Um, some really good camos in there. Like I know some people don't... Um, get them but i i like the camouflage to put onto ships I, I still don't run a naked boat um and if you already own one of the um camouflages that you win from that 50 percent chance you will get ten thousand coal instead which isn't too bad either um gentlemen thoughts on that would you pick up any of the camos or you're still not you're not fussed about them uh how do i say this pg um you could say you could, you could say earmuffs yeah I yeah could... yeah say earmuffs couldn't couldn't give a flying fuck about <laughs> camouflages, honestly. Um, so uh, yeah, it means nothing to me. Um, I, I think I've got camos in my port right now, and I, when I get to a, a decent amount, I just sell them off for credits. Um, so unless they're unless they're permas, obviously. Yeah, they're permas. Um, uh, like oh, okay. Well, in that case, then sure. But I mean, most of the ships that they tend to give this stuff away for, you'd have multiple perma camos on that ship already, wouldn't you? You. You do, like, and some of these aren't new. So if we ground them out, like, you've got the the camos for, like, the Leon, the York, which was the sixth one, like, two years ago. And I, I would have all of those, like, for the Zara, the Akatsuki, the Shores, and yeah. the Gajamada, um, and so forth. But some of these camos are pretty good. I don't know about... I know Bexy's particularly after the Legend of the Ocean's perma camo for the Anhalt. Oh, my God, the Anhalt. <laughs> like I, I know i bang on about the uh Marlboro. Marlboro, but that's right up there <laughs> so much hate for anhelt i don't think i've ever played it I, i'm gonna i'm gonna go out here on a limb and say and anyone for anhelt b this year oh god <laughs> if anhelt b uh uh Wait a minute. There's, there's some. Am I getting ahead if I mention what's down here at the bottom of this uh, of blog four sixty nine? No, go for it. Okay, because I was gonna say I just ended up scrolling down towards the bottom. We got some uh, newer premium ships for Panasia. Yeah, looks like I, I haven't mentioned those, but yeah, you can go into those. Okay, because I just scrolled down here because these all look kind of interesting, and then the camos look um, incredible. Uh, down towards the bottom here. I, 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 I mentioned I, I left these out, like the Pan Asia ones, but it's interesting. I'll let you pronounce the first one in red. Men Gachong. Meng Chong. M E N G. Meng Chong. Meng Meng Chong. Everybody, Meng Chong. It's in a gear. Yeah. Yeah, it's but I, I look uh, this. This makes me angry. The A gear, okay. the Siegfried, are uh, Krieg's marine boats. There is no way in earmuffs a flying fuck to emulate what Beck said that that the Germans would be giving away or trading an A gear over to the uh, navies of the Pan Asia. Like, Okay. I, I maybe it's a maybe it's a man in the high castle scenario where they actually won the war. Uh, no, no, I know this game's not based upon realism or anything like that. But I, I like 
when they've done this for the Pan Asia line for the DDs and cruisers, like, but they they sort of stuck towards historical things of tr ships that have been traded, like U.S. or Soviet, etc., and other nations like no. British. Generally, Wujing, Wujing, generally, generally, generally. I'll back down. I'll back down. Um, but I, I I draw the line. It's like then one day we're going to get a Pan Asia Bismarck, like you know, like would people except the Pan-Asia Bismarck? Uh, I don't know. I think that Pan-Asian players will be happy that they're getting things that aren't like cruisers and DDs. Like, the Ag is a beautiful uh, cruiser, but I think she should stay uniquely for the German tree. Yeah. Another thing is, I know I always love those all, you know, those, like, just gayish and over-the-top camos. <laughs> where's, the, where's the incomparables where's the incomparables yeah, dude where is it war gaming please but no the, the, this one I don't I don't quite like um, the red is like blood mixed with paint the gold looks like it's fake and it has some big Sears tower thing in the middle of it that's probably some form of junk sale it's, <laughs> it's just I don't like it and then you got the Lushuan that looks it's a Pan Asia lion. lion. Oh Jesus Christ. Free citadels. Yeah. It's a beautiful blue. And then yeah, they, they took more fake gold and put it on it. It's not not that unique. We get some unique now, captains. We do. I was just gonna say GM twenty two D. Some Mecha Man. Like Pan Asians decorate their warships like they do their cars. They got all gold badges on them and shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was gonna make little, a joke little about that. Being... across the bridge. And I was that... gonna make joke that that was steel they stole from the wrecks uh, that have been getting plundered. But that's, <laughs> it's probably not a good idea. Now we we do have some amazing like there's one for the Scarlet Thunder. Like, it's, dude, that looks beautiful. That looks beautiful. Like, there's one for the Downy. And the Preussen, these camos, they've, they looks like they've put on um, jet thrusters on the boats yeah. along the wings. But these camos in Blog 469, the Downies looks amazing, and the Preussens is bang on. I will be getting those camos. Yeah. They look I, I will too. Because I don't know if you've seen them, but they look bloody amazing. I, I'll be getting the Scarlet Thunder camo too. Yeah, they, they, um, they, look, they look great. I love a Crano plans, A, and B, I know that I'd run into somebody in game and that would just upset them because it's not historical. So I'll, <laughs> I'll be running that camo. No, I, I think the Downies, the Preuss, and Scarlet Thunder looks awesome. Now, Scarlet Thunder is a boat um, that's based upon the Tier 9 alternate British battle cruiser line of the Duncan. The it's a Duncan with conch turrets. That's all it is. Jeez. I've actually just looked up the blog. That Ming Chong... Looks like a Chinese takeaway menu. It does. That, that is awful, dude. It it's just it's red blood mixed with like coolant that they just put a whole bunch of fake gold onto. I, it I, looks like it's just tinfoil wrapped around metal. I, I, it's just, I'm not. I gonna, like I'm it. not. And I'm not going to be politically incorrect. I'll, I'll be good about something. I'll tell you guys <laughs> offline about something else from that dev blog. I'll leave that alone. Uh oh. I agree with you though that the Scarlet Thunder looks amazing. That reminds me of that. Um, what was that Russian ground effect? Acrino plan. Yeah, the Acrino right, plan. Right, 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 right. Yeah, 
I don't, I don't know why they put it on a British ship. <laughs> yeah. and here it is. <laughs> it, it, does, it does look pretty smacking. Not going to lie. Not going to lie. Yeah. So the that is. That's... The person looks amazing. And Yeah. Yeah, that, like that's what I meant. I don't. The perma camos, they're ones that I'll actually happily get and run because they look bloody damn amazing. Yeah, the Prussian camo, that. That actually might make me play Prussian again. I play that's, it because I love it. That's beautiful. The Delny looks incredible. I will still refuse to play the Delny, but I'll buy it. Carl, mm. um, Carl Johan, by the way, and uh, and I can say this because I'm not a tester anymore or in the um, uh, in the uh, privateer program. That is a fun ship. Um, that is a seriously fun ship if it doesn't get changed from what it currently is. Okay. <laughs> I've got nothing to add to that. It's got well, you, you know, what's the tier nine um, pan European DD? Uh, the Ostergotland. Um, the Ostergotland, or you've got the Katsonis for the new line. Yeah. Now think Ostergotland. It's got two racks of Ostergotland torps each side of it in a battleship. Oh, that would be very abusable if they're quick reloads. Uh, it's it's actually is pretty pretty quick reload and it's got incredibly good concealment too so it's um yeah unlike it's, unlike uh, the boat i'll never buy the van spike that's currently there for research if you've bought the van spike for research bureau i drop us a line i i i, I want to know people's thoughts on I, I would not looking at the stats i would not touch that with a 10-foot barge pole but if anyone's actually been game enough to buy let us know I didn't mind it yeah. testing, I've got to admit. Alrighty. Um, something coming out in that 12.8. We've had this now two or three times in a, its own game mode. Um, gentlemen, we're getting airship escorts into random battles. There's been very interesting feedback across the mediums. Um, Bex, you're the guest. Well, even though I said you're the co-host, you're the guest. Um, what are your thoughts about this coming in as a random game battle mode? Uh, okay, so that's the first I'd heard of that. I didn't realise it was being, it was going to. Be, so this is something that'll that'll happen in randoms. Yes, like yeah, you get like you get arms race in randoms now and then. Right. Airship escorts uh, are going to be in the rotation for a random look, battle. Yeah, not opposed to it at all. I think it's a um, I think it's a fun mode. Uh, and uh, I think the only thing that's probably stopped me from playing it uh, more would be the fact that the rewards were pretty garbage. Or they time-gated some of the, the stupid well, shit. Time-gating was a big part of it too, yeah. So, yeah, no, I'm, I'm all in favour of it. Absolutely, bring more variety to the game. That's what it needs. I, I agree. Greeny, thoughts? Uh, I, I think that what's going to make or break it for me is how often it comes up in the rotation. Um, it, it's something that I think I'd be more than happy to see every once in a while. It'd yep. be a nice breath of fresh air, but I, I don't want to see it every other game, and I don't want to see it once every blue moon like I do Ocean. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think that if there was a balance of it, I, I think that it would be good. I'm going to lean with Bexy. I think this is good for the game. I know people have complain that um oh they, they form a division of three men and the, their ships don't suit airship escorts well um what what ship really does in a way like you, you play to your ship's strengths it's just a, a game mode within random battles 
I think no. it'll be a good a good breath of fresh air. I don't think it, we don't get arms race that often. I would say out of ten games, I might get it once or twice. So I, I'd say the airship escort would be as infrequent. I don't think they said the tiers that it applies to, do they? Oh, that's true, dude. What what if you get this on like tier three? No, they like, couldn't be that this? low. It, it'd have to be like when we played it last time. It was tier eight, nine, and ten. So I don't know how low they will go with that game mode. What is arms race currently limited to? Is that eight, nine, ten? Eight, nine, ten. Oh, uh, probably it'll probably mirror that then. You get it on Trident, like the old T sixes where we used to get it for Epicenter. I don't do mid tiers that frequently. Mm, don't know. Either way, that's coming in 12.8. That That is a, a little bit exciting uh, for us. But um, coming out in 12.8, DevBlog471. We've had, a, we've had a bit of the news this week. We're getting some new ships, gentlemen. So have a look at um, DevBlog471. We're getting first up a... We're only looking at stats. I don't have these boats. So I can only base these upon the stats and the pretty pictures. We're getting a T8 Leon, the Picard. A 53,000 hit points, 32 millimeters of plating. Already very weak for a tier 8. Um, Leon's 16 barrel guns. Gentlemen, um, thoughts? She gets an MBRB as her main gimmick for being tier 8 as a premium. I think that it's yeah it's just gonna be i have uh, the plating's not gonna be fun when, when she's it's top tier gonna... if she sees t sixes she'll dominate to be honest but if yeah. she comes up against tens it's gonna look i i know a particular player that used to build ifhe leon and they get fires and pen superstructures so that they may be excited for this particular boat so there, there's yeah. one thing here that's going to make or break it for me, and that's that's the performance of the guns because you can work around a pretty dog hull if the guns are usable. And right now it's, it's looking like a mixed bag because we're starting off with 25 second reload. That's good. I like that. 22.7 kilometer range is good. That's good. Sigma 1.5. So you're an old man with cataracts dumping yes. buckshot. I think it's going to be. Field. I think it's going to be a HE spammer early on. Now these are yeah. subject to change. This is just for testing. Oh, 100%. But my, yeah, I. Sorry, my only concern with this ship is that the Leon has bad armor, and mm. and if you're going to fire all sixteen guns, you've got to show a lot of that side. And uh, as someone, you know, if you're playing a Masashi and you get a Leon tier seven, the unlucky Leon. You just, it's hilarious what a massage you can do to that. Shit. Yes. So, and now you all of a sudden you put this thing against tier 10s. There's a lot more 457s getting around at tier 10. Oh, yeah. Um, not just, not just Masashi. I think it's going to get, it's going to get, it, it's going to get smacked through the nose with, um, oh, so hard. But 53,000 hit points. That, that's worse than like Colorado's. Like that was at yeah. um, tier seven. Like 53,000 hit points at tier eight as a BB is. This difficult. is a BB that will get dev struck by other BBs. And it's only got 17% torpedo protection. Taking torps, it's not going to be great either. Yeah, you, you need to stay well back. Yeah, that one will be interesting. Um, looking forward to seeing how she develops. But then we get... Um, I didn't know even about this until um, just before, but we're getting a Tier 9 cruiser of the italian navy called the michelangelo um 
she's a large cruiser or cruiser killer. She has eight 320 millimeter guns in two quadruple main turrets placed amidship. This is from the dev blog. This is how it's described. The two turrets are placed amidship. Um, gentlemen, thoughts of having turrets? I can see from the picture, literally, they're behind superstructure and the um, engine. Is that? Uh, is that, I don't know. I, I don't even know how to describe That's, that ship design. That is so weird. So, are, are they like one fifty fives at the front of that thing? Um, it's secondaries. Let me have. It's got ten by two ninety millimeters. Yeah, three by four one fifty two millimeters. So, no. it's going to have two one fifty two millimeter turret secondaries at the front. It must have one at the rear. So you got to you got to do a bow in secondary spec. Yeah, seven, seven kilometers. You you guys wanted Siegfried back. Here it is. Hey, look, look. To be fair, she gets torps. She gets two by three, five thirty three. Are, are those put in a terrible position too? I don't like know. Guns? I don't know. But they do a bit of damage. Uh, Twenty thousand damage per torp. Range eight kilometers. Wow, that's actually pretty good. And Bex, I hate to say it, it might be a secondary Italian. Cruiser. Now, this is a cruiser, not a BB. Um, she gets a DCP. She gets a repair party that goes standard for 28 seconds, 3, 30 seconds. She gets an exhaust smoke generator. She gets a hydro. Goes for 2 minutes and 4K torp detection, 6 kilometer ship detection. That's Gen Genova. Not Gen Genova. Um, what's the tier 8? Grizia. Grizia hydro. This is um this is all going to depend on gun angles, isn't it? Yeah, it is because those are midship main battery guns. It's uh, it's I all going to with, with the way that superstructure is built, I don't think you're going to get good angles. And it's not going to be rotating three sixty. Like you get, you, you have to go into an engagement with guns facing the right way. Otherwise, you're only going to get I'm, the one turret. If I'm a betting man, the other turret is behind the funnel pointed aft. So yeah, yes. regardless, you're going to have to pre-turn. Yep. Because, again, these aren't cruiser turrets. They're, what are they, 340s? Um, they are 320s. 320s. So, so yeah, they're, they're going to be a beefy unit to turn. And with the Italians not knowing how to build superstructures that are compact, it's just you're, you're going to have to fight a lot of ship. You're going to have to turn through a lot of ship to get your guns out. Yep. Does anyone else see the irony in calling it Michelangelo? Like This is one of the greatest inventors of man's... Uh, renaissance period uh and it's got a hodgepodge of things thrown together yeah this thing's been this thing's been designed by a fucking idiot <laughs> yeah. i won't i won't back that one up but hit points it's got good hit points for a tier 9 uh, 66 thousand hit points plating's 25 millimeters isn't too bad for a tier 9 it's fire duration i think is its weakness it goes for 60 seconds that's non-standard cruiser fire duration um Decent enough range of 17. She reminds me a bit like an A-Gear or um, Siegfried. She's got great Sigma 2.05 for a cruiser. So that AP is going to hit. It's got stock reload time of 24 seconds. I'd put a reload boost on it for 12%. So um, you'll get it down to, what is it? 2.4. So 21 seconds or so without adrenaline rush. That That's actually not too bad. Not too bad. I, I actually think this boat could work based upon it, and I'm going to be positive that this boat can work. She's got a lot of utility. 
I think that I, I'm kind of in the same camp. And I know it kind of sounded like I was ragging on it, but at the end of the day, this is a complete and utter unique layout for a ship that we're seeing. And I think that it's going to be very, very interesting to see how it's implemented and how it, it turns out. Correct. It could be great. It, it could, could be, be great. a pile of dog, but we, we're going to have to wait and see. And I think that it's good that we're getting unique ships like this. I agree, rather than faster copies. You know, like she's yeah, got well, I, that I, are just like they just whip up like a, an Italian gear and they're like, "Yep, here it is. This this is an Italian gear." You know, this this at the very least is unique. Like it's got um, AK torps, which I mentioned. The secondaries go out stock seven kilometers. Here's something that's going to make Peter Green maybe potentially laugh. Her detectability after firing her three twenty millimeter guns in smoke, ten point five k's. Yep, yep, yep. That, that, that's not too bad. That is not no. too bad. What's the runtime on that smoke? Uh, her repair party? 28. Yeah, 28 seconds. That's enough to get out of. And reload's pretty quick at 80 seconds with three charges. I I think she has a bit of utility to her BBs and destroyers. Um, she's a heavy cruiser, that's for sure. But with six kilometer hydro, some torps, she can be a threat. Yeah. I think I think it's going to be unique. I, it, I think it's an abortion. <laughs> mm. <laughs> well, wait, wait, wait till we cover the next boat coming out at Tier Nine, the Soviet battleship Navar in Tier Nine, based upon one of the four Ismail. Now remember, Ismail's Tier Six, and this BB is being pushed up to Tier Nine, so she's going to have some buffs. Just under 70,000 hit points, a 32mm plating, torpedo protection, 18%. 406 millimeter guns, so they're big hitting. Um, they go out to... I missed that somewhere. Um, 20.8, but the Sigma, 1.4, currently dog shit. Earmuffs, let's, I'll say that again, absolutely dog shit. I would avoid this like the plague. This thing is fugly too. Yeah, I was just going to say... The Soviets took an ugly hull, put an ugly superstructure on it, and then made it wider. It looks like those French tumble home style battleships, where it's just too too wide at the waterline. Um, quad Soviet quad turrets are nice. Looks like it's covered in those thirty-seven millimeter Russian guns, which are actually pretty solid AA. It looks so like it's a kiting BB, to be honest. Yeah, um, because you got two of the main turrets at the back and one at the front. So I don't think you're going to get any rear angles on that front gun they look a lot like soyuz turrets nah. there's not there's really nothing there to interfere with that front turret though like that you can see oh yeah you, but you, 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 you say that about a lot of boats you go this turret can move forward but in the game it doesn't go any further i i just don't think it's going to be able to aim that well off i think it, there's going to be some sort of stop or something preventing it from turning just because those secondaries are there and for me she has she has no real utility other than being another Soviet battleship at Tier 9. Like, she gets a fast DCP, you get four charges, so that's pretty standard of the Tech Tree line. Some of the premiums don't have that mechanic. And she gets a repair party, you know, 28 seconds to 347, that's it. Yeah. There's no it's... fighter aircraft spotter, there's no there's no other gimmicks. So other than having 406s at Tier 9 and some hit points, she's covered in 32mm plates, like... Uh, Hard pass with that Sigma. Yeah. Unless, well, the reload's what, 30 seconds? 
30, 33 seconds. Oh, okay. So even worse than normal. And if you're listening to the podcast and you go, what do they mean by Sigma? Sigma is how accurate the guns are at their maximum range. So stock range is 20.8 because it's tier nine. You can put on a, a range a module that would make it go further, but your Sigma, and that's your dispersion. So at maximum dispersion, um, it doesn't do both horizontal or vertical, but it's 268 meters from where you're aiming. So at that range, you got 270 meters for every shell to go over the screen. Um, that's pretty bad dispersion. You, um, yeah. I know you're ragging on the uh, superstructure earlier, Greeny. Wait till you see the commissar, mate. That one looks like it's been designed by Captain Jack Sparrow. <laughs> I, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. The next one's another Soviet, but Soviet cruiser. We need another Soviet what cruiser. The, is that an oil, Derek? What is that? Jesus. We're looking at the Commissar. Um, it's it's a Soviet cruiser designed as Project X. So. A new generation of light cruisers, by the way. This thing looks like a World War One era, like, super dreadnought. Wait, you haven't heard the best of it, gentlemen? Commissar is a hybrid cruiser that has uh. access to a squadron of attack aircraft equipped with HE rockets and the fighter consumable. It can drop fighters to spot. The ship is armed with 12 240mm main battery guns, at which deal um, high damage per so, salvo. What the f... It's, it's a light cruiser? It can't be. It's, it's got 240mm. What's hit the plating? What's the plating? 25mm with 43,000 oh, hit points. Oh, it's a light cruiser. It, <laughs> it says the... light cruiser, but the caliber guns <laughs> are heavy. On the, on the bright side, it looks like most of the shells that you fire at the superstructure will just pass right through it. But the, the, this, this boat's a hybrid, so let's just go here. Um, the recommended combat range for Commissar is medium to high, medium to long. I've got to say high means nothing for combat range. Um, I think it said it's got Nakamov planes. Yeah, Nakamov attack aircraft. Yeah, it's got Nakamov planes and a Nakamov strike. So here's the thing. What do you class? It's 240mm guns. Guess how long these take to reload on the Soviet boat? I'm going to assume because it's a Russian boat, like 13 seconds. 13.5 and it's got... Are you fucking kidding me? 13.5 stock, 240s. I've got, we've got two threes in games that take um, 20 seconds to load for some boats. Um, when Greeny said 13 seconds then, I just said, I was thinking to myself, don't be ridiculous. <laughs> I picked a stupid number. I thought it was going to be stupid. So, And you're telling me it's right? 13.5 with Sigma of 2.05. Uh, Max dispersion of 152 at 17 kilometers. Not not the most accurate. That's pretty accurate. It, it's a light cruiser with heavy caliber guns that are laser. Guns. Yes. This is just Moskva guns. She's only got 25 mil plating. She gets a short fire duration of 30 seconds. AP per damage is 6200 per shell with 940 millimeter, millimeters per second velocity. The HE's not too bad. Um, 3450. Um, pens up to 40 millimeters and 20% chance of causing a fire. So uh, she feels like a light cruiser with big caliber guns. Um, and and if you're on the bridge, I think it's got a 50% chance. Oh, it's got torpedo oh. tubes. Too. Yep, it's got 10 kilometer torpedo tubes that have 10. 10. That's it's it's reload is 76 seconds, and the detectability of the torps are 1.2. No. 
and oh. service, service detection of eight point eight or something, is it? Uh yeah. It, it, this this thing sounds stupidly broken already. Um, yeah. Where's its service detection? It's got thirty five knots, so it's got a bit of zip. Um, detectability oh, firing yeah. smokes nine five, but. Don't worry, guys. I found the downside. Instead of having six kilometer ship detect on the hydro, it only has five. There, there it is. There's the downside. The repair party. It, yeah, it, it's, it's repair party's not too good. It's twenty eight seconds for two hundred and nineteen points. It doesn't talk about how much it repairs the citadel damage though. But it gets yeah, four but charges. It's, yeah, I was just gonna say it's got four charges and it's a quick one, right? It's a quick it's one, and it's it's DCP's fairly quick at sixty seconds, unlimited. And it's unlimited. It's got hydro. It's got death AA, so it doesn't. It doesn't have radar for a tier ten Soviet boat, which is probably the only thing that is missing. But it does get Nakamov planes. Now we haven't talked about that, but the Nakamov planes are brutal. Each plane takes a oh, thousand hit points. They move at one hundred sixty-eight knots. There are six aircraft in the attack flight, so six planes. I think we said twenty-four rockets. Um, yeah, four rockets yes. per payload. Six planes, so it's twenty-four. Maximum rocket damage per rocket, so you've got 24 coming, is 4,050 up to 40 millimeters armor penetration and a 22% fire chance. Now, they don't say how long it takes to reload these. No, they don't. There's nothing about the reload time, but that, that, this is a pretty strong cruiser that pretty strong cruiser that can spot for itself. And don't forget, this is the first time, I think, Please correct me if I'm wrong. We're getting a fighter, special hybrid ship that can deploy its own fighter. Yeah. And this, this is Wargaming's strategic attempt to save World of Warplanes by incorporating it into World of Warships. I, I don't know how I feel about having a fighter that you can spot for yourself and team it. You don't need radar because you can go spot something and drop a fighter over it outside its AA range. Yeah. The thing that's going to make or break this for me because don't get me wrong, the, the stats are all looking pretty nice. Um, but if this is on a large light hull, it's going to die really quickly as long as it, it gets shot at. And, you know, we can see in the picture, we can, we can see the rear two turrets, and it looks like there's a whole bunch of shit behind those turrets. Yeah, and but all, she, all she's, a four, she's a, a four, she's a four, she's a four by three. 40 millimeters so yeah two at guns at the front one at the rear but i've seen no two two at the back it's main batteries four by three it looks like it's two at the front yeah the four turrets of three. Oh, sorry my bad so two at the back yeah sorry i was reading around yeah. really my bad Fail, but, but fail yeah you can look out you can see the two range finders on the sides of the turrets but yeah there's a whole bunch of ship behind those turrets if I... this thing's just massive and it has like worcester plating it's going to die I'm going to. The reason why I'm cynical around Soviet boats, and I apologize to the listeners, is the boat called the Nevsky. When she was released, she was already brokenly OP. Stats were going through the roof. People could farm day in, day out with her. She was dominating comp. And then she got a buff. Her citadel damage went from repairing 10% to 33%. I couldn't believe it. Like, a boat so strong was getting buffs. Um, so, I, with this boat, I reckon she'll get buffs to her hit points and things like that. I, I am cynical in that she will come out stronger than what we're seeing here. 
Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't know how this thing's gonna come out. Probably depends on how quickly her attack aircraft become out. I know they say the ship has a small hit point pool, weak armor and low maneuverability, but high speed. Um this this could be an interesting boat, really interesting boat. If she has good detect that she can stay dark, fire her HE at range or AP, and then go drop her planes every two to three minutes, she yeah. could be a bit of a threat. Oh, well, throw it on the pole. It's coming. It's coming. More Russian cruisers, just what we need. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Um, to end this off, we don't have a history section, but we do have a question of the week from Captain Greeny. Yeah, I, d I decided to attempt to forego this week's history section uh, because for next week, I'm going to be building a relatively long one for uh, mine sweeping and, and stuff on mines. So I'm going to keep it relatively simple this week. Uh, I think Griefer said we had a we had about four or five codes we could hand out this week. Oh, we, we've got we've got uh, plenty of codes coming in. Um, okay, unlimited codes then. Unlimited codes. We, we've got plenty of camo codes. We've got CCs. We've still got event codes from the last patch. We've got still Azure Lane codes to give away. Oh yeah, I was supposed to give those away. <laughs> Must have. I'll update the spreadsheet forgot. and ping them through to Greeny. So we'll, we'll get those codes out to you in the next couple of days for those that have replied. Yes. Who was the captain of the USS Wahoo, the best submarine name in existence? Now, was that at the commission time or first oper fleet operation time? At what stage were they captain? Um, they were captain, I believe, throughout the ship's entire career. Okay. Um, yeah, there is one person who, if you know anything about the U.S. Navy and submarines during the Second World War, you're going to immediately know this. But if you don't know, please just go to the Wikipedia. Right USS, uh, the captain's name is Eight Boilers. Yes, yeah. You send me Eight Boilers, you'll get <laughs> bonus codes. Bonus, bonus codes. Oh... Uh. That one never gets old. Anyway, gentlemen, uh, thank you, Bex, for joining us this week. It's been a pleasure to have you back on again, sir. Good to be back. I'm hoping to see see myself reinstated as a privateer anytime now. Yep. Greeny, lovely to have you on. Have take have a good night's rest. Enjoy your day at work tomorrow, sir. Thank you for coming on. Oh, Take care, I everyone. will. See ya. See you next time. <laughs>